TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. And we do welcome you to Two Guys at a Mic. Thanks for joining us. Beautiful, beautiful Thursday. Fine city of Chicago. Actually, not that beautiful. It's freezing cold with a wind chill somewhere in the negatives here in Chicago. But it sounds nice to say a beautiful, beautiful Thursday. Hope everybody out there is having a great day thus far. Lots of sports to talk about. And, of course, as per always here on Two Guys at a Mic, we will jump off the sports page and we'll do with you, our fine listeners. Phone lines are open, we think. We are having some technical difficulties over here. We're good to go. I got the thumbs up. I hope that's his thumb. From our producer, David Olson, 888-463-6748. 888-463-6748. You can email us at mike2guys at aol.com. Randy, our fine uh, engineer in here earlier, pushing all kinds of buttons, getting everything to work. And the technical difficulties apparently have been solved. I know you're excited to hear that. All right. Lots to talk about in the world of sports. Right now it's one guy and one mic, but we're going to be joined in a second by uh, Double B. Brian Bauer will be coming in to co-host the show. You never know. That's one of the fun things about the webcaster. You tune in. It could be Joe on the phone. It could be a young, unshaven Jordan Burnfield. It could be the uh, sarcastic wit of a Mark Carmen, Or it could be the well-coiffed. The man of leisure, if you will, Double B, Brian Bauer. What the hell did you do with your hair today, by the way? You know what? It was one of those days where I found out I was out of product. Uh, not much said by a product. man. Yeah, product. You I know, don't, I don't. Ha- I don't have product. Well, because you don't have hair, it's so hard. you don't really need product. Take it easy. <laughs> I'm just saying. Take it easy. You know, product is what keeps the hair down. Mm-hmm. I have what I like to call Serb Fro. Which... You're actually, you know. That- picture here of Tim Tebow in the paper, and I want to talk about him, that you you got a little bit of the Tim Tebow look today. Yeah, I kind of do, because quite frankly, I ran out of stuff, and this morning I went to do my hair and realized, mm-hmm. well, it's going to have to stick straight up in the air now, because okay. it has no options. All right. And by the way, the webcast thing now, yeah. now I can't even lie and say I wasn't like in the studio when you started the show, because now people can yeah. see in, and, and, and they busted well, me. Well, you could still lie and say you were in the other room, which the camera's not there, doing some pre-production research no one will for the show. will believe that for a second when Look I walk that. in. There's with notes, my... folks. Ladies and gentlemen. There are notes. For the webcast. And in case our general manager, Chris Whitting, God forbid, well, actually one time is actually listening to the show, we have notes. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Pre-preparation. Well, I, I have notes. I have. I mean, I'm ready for the show, but when I walk in with my jacket still on, That's, I'm uh, pretty yeah, sure the right. webcast people are going, oh, that schmuck just showed up. <laughs> You're probably right. At least take the jacket off. I would have uh, gone for the cover. But uh, we appreciate you being here, Double B, and lots to talk about. We had a State of the Union address last night with Barack (laughs) Obama giving a uh, fine speech to the nation. And my favorite part, I don't know if it was uh, just distracted or what it was. When it ended? I enjoyed. I never made the ending, by the way. Good for you. I was watching on tape. So anything that happened exciting the last 20 minutes? Yeah. I fell asleep. Not because it was boring. I mean, it's I just love, long. It was just, I it's was, just tedious. I, I was tired. Right. I'm with you. But uh, just watching Joe Biden, <laughs> much more enjoyable, by the way, than watching Nancy Pelosi and waiting for Joe Biden to break into that Cheshire cat smile. By the way, you know, isn't it odd that Pelosi and Biden 
had matching tie dress combination. I thought that was kind of nice the way they kind of evened out the president. Okay. You know, I did not notice that, but that's a nice both, touch. Both went with like a purplish, bluish kind of color behind them. Very uh, nice the way they just kind of leveled them out. I'm assuming not coincidence. That was uh, there was some thought process. I'm, I'm probably sure there was. Oh, uh, you know that that's all right. I've decided my favorite part of those speeches mm-hmm. are those poor people who sit in that audience and stand and clap, sit down. Stand and clap, sit down. Stand and clap, sit down. Their thighs have got to be burning today because if you did that many sit and stands, your legs would be killing you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So my hat goes off to those people for having to sit through that. I made the comment yesterday. I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant comment by myself. I don't often compliment myself. I thought it was brilliant. I said the first thing that Rahm Emanuel, the chief of staff, his advisors, the speechwriter, the first thing they should have told Barack Obama to say, that would have captured the audience right there and said, this is going to be a different State of the Union address because we've got a different president. And the first thing he should have said is, hey, don't stand up and clap until the very end. I don't want the applause on and off like the previous president. Let's just go through the speech and then, you know, at the end, if you're happy with it, you can cheer. Well, that would have cut off about 30 minutes worth of the show right there. I can there. With I'm that. with that. I'm telling you, it's a long Throw in a process. Few commercials, Stephen Jobs could have come in and tried to sell his new iPad. You know, I like that. Been, that looks kind of cool. There would have been time yeah. for that. See, I, I don't know. The whole standing up and clapping thing. Well, really? all those things. i got to be honest. The State of the Union in general, whether it be the State of the State, it's, it's or the, the State s- of the Union, the State of the, you know, whatever. I, I, I've had companies that they have State of the Unions for their own, or State of the, the Year addresses for the companies. Mm-hmm. Who? What are you trying to tell me exactly? You're not telling me well, anything I don't know. You're trying to sell me on the future. I get that. But if you're intelligent enough, it's just a lot of lip service. Show me. Don't tell me. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, I got this thing that I've been looking at for about three, four weeks now. It's this platform for the 2012 presidency for Bill Cosby. Have you read this, Benny? It's been floating around the Internet for a couple of years now. now. I have not read Is this somebody... Promoting Bill Cosby or is Bill Cosby Bill, himself? Bill Cosby thinking? said this in a, in one of his okay. you know shows. If I you like will. a lot yeah. of the stuff Bill Cosby says right on. Right, and his speeches like I don't know if you've seen his shows. They've gone away from being comedy, comedy to him yeah. sitting down and just telling stories. Yeah, and he is not afraid to uh, tell it like it is. No, and no. get down on his uh, fellow brethren. Oh, he he rips good. And yeah. this one this one came about, and I've been looking at it for a couple of weeks, and I figured after the, yes last night's State of the Union, I was going to bring it in and read it. So if we have a little time, can I? Yeah, well, now is as good a time as any. I've done research for the show. This is a first time. So here is Bill Cosby's State of the Union platform, or his platform for his presidency. Any use of the phrase press one for English is immediately banned. English is the official language. Speak it or wait outside our borders until you can. I don't know if I like that. That was right off the bat. Find people in our country that speak other languages. I have tremendous sympathy for them. Well, I have sympathy for them, but i got to be honest. My parents came here from other countries and learned the language, so I don't really feel all that bad. Just put yourself in their place. What if you were... My parents came to this country and learned the language so that they could do better themselves. I understand. That's where I'm going. How difficult would it be if you were in another country for whatever reason? Then I would learn the Didn't language. speak the language. You're bringing up kids. You're trying to figure out everything. You would learn the language, but it's not so easy. My mother came not to this so country easy. as a 23-year-old college graduate from her country. Mm-hmm. By the way, our two hey. moms, I found out, are related. Get out of here. Yeah. I didn't realize this, David, but uh, apparently Brian's mother and my mother are both mothers. Oh, jeez. All right. Let's move on. 
So anyway, my mother came to this country, and she took nothing but English as a second language classes till she went and got her job in, in a chemistry company okay. and whatever. So I was, anyway, I was born in this country, and I still took when I took English. I've heard my teacher English. said it was uh, English as a second language. They might send you out. Number two, we will immediately go into a two-year isolationist attitude in order to straighten out the greedy oh, big business no, posture in no, this country. No, I do America not like will not allow imports, and we'll we'll do no exports. We will use Walmart's policy. If we ain't got it, you don't need it. How do you feel about that? Well, when I heard the isolationist thing, I was totally against that. If you're just talking import and export. I'm, that's, we're talking financial, okay. import okay. export. Then uh, I'm okay with that. When imports are allowed, there mm-hmm. will be 100% import tax on it coming here. Mm-hmm. So that basically companies who are sending you their stuff yeah. here, yeah. we will get some money. I completely agree with that. Let's put our people to work. And again, I'm one that you know includes everybody. It's not just about the United States. We're all on the planet Earth, Brian. We're all in it together. But when it comes to jobs. Yes. In, in business and selling, think, yeah, let, let's... let's. No, I'm with you. But, and the same thing for every other country. Exactly. I would say the same thing. Other Don't export to us. Right. Don't import from us. Well, the problem you is know, to put, get more money own, from uh, us and taking care of their own. That's part of the problem. Money's over. I'm with you. Money's over. Number four, and I don't think you're going to like this. All retired military Wait, personnel. Wait, what happened to number three? That's it. The imports with 100% import tax. What was number two? The there will be no imports. Oh, except number three is kind of an addendum okay. to number two, if two you will. Two and three are number four. All retired military personnel after they've been retired, if mm-hmm. as they get out of the military, will have to spend a six month tour guarding our southern border. Eh. You don't feel well about well, that. Well, they've you know they've already put in a lot of uh, tremendous work. I'm with you for this fine country. Number five. Maybe maybe you put that as part of their last part of their tour, the six months as they're go- getting out. Anyway, number five, Social Security will immediately return to its original state. If you don't put nothing in, you get nothing out. Neither the president nor any politician will be able to touch it. Okay, I'll buy that. All right, welfare. Checks can be handed out on Fridays at the end of the 40-hour school week. The successful completion of a urinalysis test for drugs and passing grades will be part of the welfare checks. Wait, we're giving urinalysis to the kids, but the welfare checks don't go to the kids. No, no, no. Urinalysis to the adults, passing grades to the children. Okay. All right. So, in other words, making the parents accountable, more responsible to their kids. The welfare check only comes if you're making sure your kids are in school. Exactly. That's number seven. Solid. Professional. So, so again, this is Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Professional okay. athletes. Number seven. Steroids. The first time you check positive, you're banned from sports for life. Mm. Pretty much, it's a rough, t- yeah, it's a tough line. Yeah, nah. yeah, there's, 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 this is where this is where he gets a little off the beaten path. But remember, he's older. Number eight, crime. <laughs> we will adopt the Turkish method, i.e., the first time you steal, you lose your right hand. There is no more life sentences if you're convicted of murder. You'll be put to death by the same method you choose for the victim you killed: gun, knife, strangulation, etc. Mm-hmm. Number right, nine. Now we're getting ridiculous. I know. One export of ours will be allowed: wheat, because the world needs to eat. However, a bushel of wheat will be the exact price of a bush- barrel of oil. <laughs> I don't know how many companies can afford to eat if that's what we're charging for a barrel, a bushel of wheat. Anyway, number 10, all foreign aid using American taxpayer money will immediately cease and saved money will help to pay off the national debt and ultimately lower taxes. When disasters occur around the world, we'll ask the American people if they want to donate to a disaster fund, and each citizen can make the decision as to whether or not it's a worthy cause. Mm-hmm. Now, see how we how we went after Haiti and how people did step up? I'm fine with that, because we did, we did garner a lot of money just out of the public mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Number 11, the Pledge of Allegiance will be said every day at school, every day at Congress. Number 12, the National Anthem will be played at all appropriate ceremonies, sporting events, outings, etc. Mm-hmm. And then he says, goes on to say, my apology 
is offered if I've stepped on anyone's toes. Nevertheless, God bless America. I'm sure Bill he's stepped on more than a few toes with so. that. And, you know, the whole Pledge of Allegiance thing in, in schools, I've always uh, I liked it. been for that. Now, right. what about the part that says for one nation under God? People I, have had a whole controversy with that. I don't personally see a problem with that, and I am one that uh, is not particularly right. of a formal religion. And what's but, funny is I am of a religion. I really I do care about mine. I don't practice probably as much as I really should. But I'm I'm almost the opposite view where that's the one line where I see people could have a problem mm-hmm. with. I, I personally don't have a problem with it. But I understand the people who do. If you're going to separate God in school and God in state, maybe that's the line you have to switch. Well, but either way, I liked it. I always can, did can like we, it. Can we use, just use God as a ephronym? Not even sure what an acronym is, but as an acronym for whatever. Is an acronym when you have an afro? Whatever you, you might believe in. Four afros, <laughs> right? I mean, if you don't take when it so ben literally. When Wallace is for it, I don't really understand what an acronym is. It's an acronym for a grander idea. Whatever you right. happen to believe. Okay, so don't take well, it so literally. You've got one literal. nation indivisible. Huh? You got one nation. Yeah. Maybe of, one of nation. Late, by the way, we've been uh, pretty divisible. Pretty divisible. Sadly, one true. nation unified, maybe. Yeah. You know, whatever. But I understand your point. Mm-hmm. One nation together. Yeah. I would. I, you know, if if you don't do pledge of allegiance, I would fully uh, approve of a moment of silence, more than a moment. The start of the school day. You know, just let the kids. You hey, <laughs> pray if you want. Think if you want, you know, think One about how lucky you are, how you can help. But just a minute or two minutes of quiet time. Tell you what my teacher Don't would say. Don't call it pray time. Yeah. Quiet time. Just to settle in, to prepare for the day. And we shouldn't just do it in school. Quite frankly, we, we might do it here. I might suggest to our producer, David Olson, we only got 56 minutes on this show. Right. But maybe maybe two minutes of thought time and quiet time might be. Might actually help our ratings. It possibly yeah. could. Yeah. Matter of fact, if people <laughs> like it, we might go up to like six minutes, ten minutes. Next thing we'll know, we'll have 48 minutes of dead air. Break. If we had two minutes of quiet time at school every morning, you know what you would hear every morning during that time, right? Giggling, that ended? giggling probably. Well, giggling, and then you'd hear my teacher after the two minutes going, yeah. Mr. Bauer, wake up! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it went. Snoring is your way of... I'm uh, just saying, there were a couple of mornings, especially in high school, where yeah. two minutes would be all I would have needed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Whatever you do. By the way, uh, hint to first period teachers. I found this out yeah. from my high school kid. Uh to teenagers, first period, do not turn off the lights and show a movie. No, in your first period absolutely class, that's not. that's not a my good senior thing. year. And I, I will not lie, I had taken so many classes my freshman and sophomore year that I literally only needed three classes to graduate my senior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had this weird idea of graduating early when I first started high school, and then by the time I hit junior year, realized that was a bad idea. I wish I could have borrowed a couple classes from you because I was like the I had to catch up like six or seven. Really, I only had three for my senior so year. So first semester, I took two classes. And had a lot of study halls and gym. In, in high school. I've in heard high people school. do that in college. No, well, because I, had, I, I was under the concept that I was going to get a scholarship to go play sports, so I figured I'd leave early for a year how, how do, that, do my red shirt. How'd that concept work for you? Well, the, the concept became I was going to hit on girls and forget about sports, and that was a great idea on my part. It worked okay. out well. So anyway, so my senior year, I had two study halls back-to-back to start my day. So you know what they became? 45 minutes to sleep mm-hmm. for the first study hall. Second study hall was 45 minutes to do my homework for the whole day because I only had two classes, three, and that was the whole day. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. I told you before, I was, uh, you know, I went into education out of school. I went into physical education, but I wanted to get an emphasis in study hall. It was good. I thought I could be a study hall teacher. Uh, they did nothing 
nothing at all but sit there. And they allowed yeah. me to sleep, which I thought was that's, amazing. That, that's yeah. what I, there, there are openings. I think yeah. people need to take the study hall teacher to another level. Yeah. There's another level you could go to, and that's why I wanted to, uh, I couldn't find a college. They had an emphasis in study hall. <laughs> I wonder why. Huh. I do want to thank Tracy Nagasawa, who's listening right now, because she's the one who would wake me up when class ended every okay. day so that I could go to the next <laughs> class. I do appreciate that. Tracy Nagahu? Tracy Nagasawa. God bless you. I think her real name now is Tracy Rodriguez, but yeah. whatever. She was By the Tracy way, Nagasawa. Speaking of outstanding names, I don't know if you watched or following the Australian Open. And yes. We're off on our usual tangent here on the TalkZone.com. No sports folks. for the first 15 minutes. Two guys <laughs> and a mic. We started off with State of the Union, Barack Obama, my guy, the uh, Cheshire Cat, Joseph Biden. We're off in the study hall, and Brian's uh, soliloquy on Bill Cosby's attempt to change the nation. Yes. But uh, where was it? Before I interrupted myself. I'm good at that, by the way. I, I have no idea. We're talking about Andy. We're talking about Murray. You're talking about the French Open. Oh, I know yeah, you were yeah, yeah, or yeah, no, yeah. So the Australian yeah. Open. And speaking yeah. of great names, Serena Williams has advanced to the championship, but she beat, let me make sure I get the name right. Is the it? young lady she beat yesterday was Lee Na. Lee Na. L I, last name N A. It's saves on letters. I found a tremendous fascination with somebody with a first and last name. Lee Na. Four combined letters. Can anybody out there, 888-463-6748, Hollywood star, and you got to go first and last name, not just first name. A person you knew in school, a relative, an athlete, first, last name combined, four letters. I dare you, 888-463-6748. These are the kind of things that fascinate me. Does it, does it count if it's a shortened version of the first name? I'll let the judges decide. Because the closest I get is five letters. Who do you, who do you got? Ann Lee, L-I was the last name. Close. Yeah, that's as close as I can get. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. also knew a guy named Mark Two, T U. But again, that's that's only seven. But yeah, uh, right. four, you're right. Yeah, yeah. We've seen one or two in a first name or a last name. But the beauty of this yeah. one, Lee Na, who by the way had a great run. I think oh, she yeah. knocked off. Uh, matter of fact, she knocked off Serena's sister. Venus. Yeah. Venus the in the quarterfinals, and then gets knocked off Serena Williams. If you're into tennis, it's Justin and an Ardine. Actually, not Ardine anymore. Believe she got divorced. I don't know where Mr. Ardeen is, but they're no longer part of the tennis family. So now it's just Justin Ennen. She'll be taking on Serena Williams. On the men's side, Roger Federer will be taking on your guy, Brian, Joe Wilfred Songa. The T is silent. Yes, yes. And Andy Murray taking on Maureen Selick in the land down under. They're down to the final four in men, final two in women. And Joe Songa, I don't know if you know anything about him, a little French guy. Wilfred, Joe Songa. No, it's Joe Wilfred Songa. Ah. Yeah, Joe. Joe either way. The, the guy is not only a good tennis <laughs> player, but he has his penchant for knocking off big players when he plays them. Okay. Uh, to the point where he knocked off Djokovic, who was the number three. He's number nine. Last year, he did something very si- similar to get to you know the end of the Australian Open. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy, especially on that court, is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. So if you get a chance, watch him today. I think it'll be a good time. Joe Wilford. Joe Wilford. If he Songa. wins and he pulls off the upset, there might be a lot of kids. Born in the next couple of days that might come up with the first name Joe Wilfred. You know how people jump on the hot name. I'll tell you, if that were the case, just call me Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't go with the Wilfred. Well, Bauer last name. You need kind of a, you know, nothing personal, but kind of a bland last name. If you I like it. And the lovely <laughs> wife ever do decide to have offspring, I think Joe Wilfred would be nice. I had a grandfather named Joe Bauer. But Joseph Bauer. But you gotta but I'm go, not going Joe Wilf. You gotta go Joe Wilf. I will not give Wilf. Come on. I, my, my dad has the middle name Walter and he can't stand it. I just can't imagine somebody with the middle name Wilford. Alright, we're uh, gonna attempt to get back on track no, all over the board. If you don't like what you're hearing, folks, uh, talk to David Olson, our producer. <laughs> we are basically just following an entire script that David uh, scripted out. Really? 
You know, so, you know, we got a script writer here. I don't know where he's going with this, but, uh. 888 you know it! 888-463-6748. Call David up and tell him when you don't like what you heard. We'll take a quick break. <laughs> attempt to get back on track and talk some sports, God forbid. Talkzone.com. Two guys at a mic. One guy, two guys. For your calls on Two Guys and a Mic, call 888 Go For It. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. And if you're too, config, uh, too confused, I should say, to figure out the letters, uh, you know, go for it. It's 463 6748. That's a lot easier. 888 Well. Four six three six seven four eight. Phone lines open. Dial it up. That'll be easier, but I know some people now rocking the Blackberry. The Blackberry letters don't. Mesh with the actual ah, was not numbers. Yeah, exactly. And now I've got the iPhone. That's just got your okay. your simple pad. It doesn't have the letters attached to it. So again, there's a lot of situations now where mobily it would be more confusing than it used to be. Will you be a soon purchasee of the iTablet? I'm I'm kind of debating on it. I want I, when actually you, it's not the iTablet. It's the iPad. iPad. What I normally do when it comes out with stuff like this, similar to what the iPhone, I'll wait a generation. You know, give it one year, let them work out the bugs and stuff, because I find you, and you let pay, it come down in price. Well, that too, but more often that that first year they find so many little details wrong with it mm-hmm. that I, I don't have the patience for little details when they go wrong. I honestly just kind of have a fit. Mm-hmm. Um, me and computer stuff, if they don't work properly, I get mad, which is kind of the wrong approach. But really, so that's why I'll wait a generation. Let it get in, make sure that people use it, find out the real reviews, find out if there's any like little bells and whistles that are not working. And then when they fix that, I'll usually go generation two or generation three in a product. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it, but just not yet. I don't know, and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm way behind the whole technology era. I was very excited to hear about yesterday's debut. I thought it was going to be called the tablet, but the, the little bit I've read... The little bit I've heard from people that are experts, including my 16-year-old son, yeah, a major disappointment on the early announcement from Stephen Jobs. Much ado about close to nothing. Well, it looks like you take your iPhone yeah. and you expand it. Yeah. So it's basically a personal computer. That's that's just basically it's supposed to be thinner and smaller than the, than your regular laptop. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's all it really is. I mean, so if you were hoping for something bigger and better, mm-hmm. you can actually it fold is. this thing. That's how thin it is. It's tiny. Yeah. It's tiny. Yeah. But I mean, that's what's cool is because it's lighter. You know, I carry my laptop in a bag and sometimes it gets heavy. And, you know, so if you can get something lighter, more portable, more easy to work with, I understand mm-hmm. 
By the way, speaking of folding in an odd, odd, off-base topic, little-known fact, and I hope... We haven't been on topic yet. I've got the number right, but uh, it doesn't matter how big... We talked tennis once in 24 minutes. It does not matter how big a piece of paper is. Yes. Huge piece of paper. Okay. Make it the size of your kitchen. doesn't matter. I read this when I was a kid, and I have not been proven different. You cannot fold any size piece of paper more than seven times in half. Try it at home. Are if you, you like. sure? Huh? Are you 100% sure? You know, uh, no. Because there are grades of paper <laughs> and thinness of paper. Yeah, aluminum foil, you might be able to go, but I think paper... seven times. Because my wife works for a printing company in the city of Chicago, in and half. they have reams of newspaper fold, paper. Fold. At some point, it gets just too hard. Too heavy, and too fasc- rigid. Yeah, the fascinating part about it, is it doesn't matter how big that piece of paper is. Because for Super Bowl Sunday, we're getting a giant ream of. Paper. Really? Well, we're putting it in the other room with crayons and markers, whatever, for kids, so they okay. can be away from me. Ah. So, you know, that's that's part of the whole thing. So what this I will do is, is I'll make sure that we get an even bigger ream mm-hmm. so I can f- try and attempt this seven-fold wow, over. impressive. So you are not only hosting a Super yes. Bowl party, but you're actually planning, organizing, quote-unquote, kid activities. Well, you have to now. See, this is what's horrible about this. I used to, my Super Bowl used to be, you start drinking, well, I make chili like three days before. Yes. So I make my chili. But then, like the day of, I start. I used to start drinking at noon, watching the pregame, and have guys over, and we drink, and we chips, and we we mm-hmm. burp, and we make noises, and we laugh, and you know whatever. Right. By five o'clock, you're cheering for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, hey, they're not even in it, but one That's guy happens point, to be point, there yeah. from Cleveland, right? Yeah. So now it's turned into okay. What activities can I put together for kids in the other room? Because my friends all have children now. So what activities can I put together in the other room that will keep them busy? Mm-hmm. What can I get into the dining room that will keep my wife and her girlfriends busy mm-hmm. so that me and the guys who actually want to watch the game itself, not the commercials, mm-hmm. can sit there and watch them in peace? <laughs> so it's become a whole strategy thing. Okay, I got reams of paper. I got colored crayons. I got this. I got that. I got that. You know, So it's like a whole system now. You almost did it. Maybe hire a babysitter. No. Have everybody pitch in a little bit. Nah, 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 hire nah. someone to run some recreational activities. I will never forget. I was going to put the baby gate up in the basement and Force them all just to stay in the basement nah, and do like nothing. That. I don't really care like what that. they do. Throw them there. chips of food every once Not in a while. Not even. No, let them, let them just oh, work on. it off. You got to feed them a little bit. Three kids enter, one kid leaves. That's yeah. the way it works out. I remember the Thunderdome, uh, Chicago Bears Super Bowl of 1985. Yes. Okay. Now keep in mind, true story. I was 11. Huh? Yes, but I was a lot older. Than that. Yes. So I had suffered through years and years of really bad bear football. For the folks of my generation, you know how special. The 1985 season was. We finally got to the Super Bowl. I'm watching the game at home with my dad and my brother. My brother's friend comes over. How old are you? At the time? Yeah. I don't know. 80, 95, 2, oh, so 24 Sorry, years ago. I'm 53 now. I don't All know, right. Mid, late 30s, something <laughs> okay. like that. All right. Never do math this early in the morning. But uh, So my brother's friend comes over to watch the game, and he brings his maybe like one-year-old kid. Oh. And then they proceed to tell me, hey, don't make too much noise because what? we don't want to wake so-and-so up. What? I'm like, I have watched 25 years of bad Chicago Bear football. <laughs> they are in the Super Bowl. I don't care if that baby's in a... You cannot tell me not to... I screamed and howled and my uh, friend's brother still doesn't talk to me at this point. Oh, I wouldn't care either. I'm with no. you. I, I mean, like, come on. Like, I have a friend whose kid is really sensitive to loud noises. Like if yeah. you yell or make a loud noise, the kid starts to cry. I, I don't care. I, I, I don't know. I, I'll be brutally honest with you. You know, when you're in a situation, do never have to retard your happiness yeah. because of somebody else. Yeah. And if it's a child, guess what? Let the child learn to live with it. I'm sick of coddling kids. Mm-hmm. You know, if a guy wants to be happy during the Super Bowl, be happy. Be loud. The only thing I will say is now I have learned to 
shut down some of the language I used to use during a Super Bowl. Because obviously you don't want kids picking up something that, they, you know, no. the parents are not happy with. No. Yeah. So that, that's well, the, now that you're not drinking six hours before that the game, helps that kind of helps as well. Yeah. Because so. now I actually know what I'm saying, which is a little bit better than before. <laughs> All, right. All right. And we've been pretty much, uh, we're not going to start breaking down Indianapolis and uh, who the hell they're playing again. I forgot already. The Saints. Oh, yeah. The New who Orleans did? Saints in the Super Bowl. I think if I can speak for most people, and let's just take a week off. Let's talk right? Pro Bowl. Let's talk right? NFC I mean, it's, versus it's, AFC. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a great game, and I am excited about the matchup. <laughs> but two weeks in advance, you know, we'll start delving into it next week. So uh, you, you don't want to talk about a, a Shab, a Vince Young, a David Garrard-led AFC Pro Bowl team? Because <laughs> that's what you're going to get. Maybe they should do the rookies against the sophomores like the NBA does. Seriously. How about Johnny Knox? By the way, for those of you not in Chicago, Johnny yeah. Knox, kick returner, wide receiver. How did he make the Pro Bowl? I saw him yesterday during the – this is how sad my life is. I watched the practice yesterday on the NFL Network. That's pretty sad. Because I love football. You're watching Pro Bowl practices. I, I can't stop myself. On the NFL I, Network. If there's a medical personnel out there that can help Brian. Uh, really? Maybe psychological. No. That's that's pretty bad. But I saw – I'm like, who's number 13 wearing the Bears helmet? I'm like, when did Johnny Knox make the Pro Bowl? <laughs> and there he was, Johnny Knox, running around yeah. the Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, 17 people declined. Well, I know, and that's the way it's been. I mean, that's how pathetic this like, Pro Bowl is going to be. I like Johnny Knox. He's a pretty good player. I, I do, too, but he's not Pro Bowl caliber yet. You watching the Pro Bowl and the practices, even knowing who was in it, you are truly, truly a sick individual. Now, let's talk about this weekend's Senior Bowl let's in Mobile, Alabama. Jo- Tim Tebow <laughs> out sick with 103-degree fever the other well, night. Well, he's going to be in the Senior Bowl? Well, yeah, you didn't hear really? this. He had been practicing. You haven't heard this. All right, well, Tim Tebow, for all you, for all of you who didn't know, the, the big knock on him is can he play pro quarterback. Right. So he went into the senior bowl and he's been doing practices mm-hmm. because they want to see if he could go under under center, mm-hmm. you know, take a snap from under center, drop back and pass effectively. By the way, I'm picking the seniors to win and I'm giving up seven points. Really? Because who are they playing? The seniors. <laughs> Huh? The Senior Bowl is all seniors, ah. just from different regions. Well, what do they What do they call the teams? The black against the white? I or? believe it's like a north and south thing, okay. or an east and west yeah, thing. I don't think right, it's an actual know. senior versus. I was going to call my guy. I was going to pick the seniors and give up seven. Scratch yeah. that pick. Yeah, right. I would not take that pick. Right. So anyway, Tim Debo turns out racing. first day of practice, fumbles all the snaps, can't get them cleanly, drops back, and still has a horrible throwing motion. They say now that him showing up has actually hurt his draft status. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, after the first day, Monday, and after that whole thing about him and his mother doing a uh, anti-abortion I, I, I commercial, would, I'm just, I'm just throwing break, it out. I would like right. to get in that, they, 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 they have an anti-abortion commercial that might come out during the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, it turns out that night he winds up in the hospital with a 103-degree fever. Wow. Yeah, so a lot maybe going someone, on with Maybe Tebow. someone uh, spiked the macaroni and cheese. Either that, maybe the night sweats after the first day of practice and realizing mm-hmm. things aren't going well. Now, for all the experts out there at the Senior Bowl, and I think, Brian, you're with me on this. I know the big dog, mm. if he was here, he would support this. me fully. He doesn't often, but on this he would. For all those guys that are all of a sudden running four two forties, four three forties, and you know lifting weights and looking pretty good in shorts, and all of a sudden moving up the draft board, and all of the uh, scouts maybe taking a look at Tim Tebow and he can't do this, and other guys that have been very productive, don't overrate a freaking workout. You might, you might want to check out. Four years of college football play that Tim yeah. Tebow, and he wasn't exactly playing uh, mince meat. Yes. He was playing the top college football teams in the country. The kid can play. Watch how they produce. And I'm not just talking about Tim Tebow. I'm talking about players in general. If they can play, look at their body of work. Don't 
time them or don't judge them on how they're timed wearing shorts in Mobile, Alabama. I'm with you that I prefer football players to athletes. Thank you. Uh, I think the Chicago Bears, we're located in Chicago, for those of you listening out of state. Uh, we are located in Chicago. The Chicago Bears are loaded with athletes, guys who are fast and guys who are bad because they are fast and don't have the ability to slow down or actually read the play. I would take three football players over three athletes any day of the week. That, that's my thinking. That being said, I've seen a lot of Florida football, and Team Tim Tebow is a mixture of two things that Florida does and, and Urban Meyer does. One, he's a, he's a mixture of Urban Meyer's system. Urban Meyer's system puts out great college quarterbacks, but if you notice, none of them have really played well in the pros. Closest one to being a pro is Alex Smith in San Francisco, and he's still learning on the job. Not so good. Exactly. Two, he's a Florida quarterback named the great last Florida quarterback that has played in the pros. Not Rex Grossman. Nope. Who was their Heisman Shane, you know, winner? Shane Matthews? Was, uh, Chris Wenke? Was, no, he was Florida State. Yeah, Shane Matthews is a uh, former. I actually like Shane uh, Matthews. Yeah, but not a great pro quarterback. Never got the chance. And number three, and this is the biggest part with it, his mechanics are awful. He's a great, you know what he is? He's a good guy who can run with the ball. He, he has a good ability to, to, to lead. At the college level, he's far superior than those around him. That's why he was good. He's very slow. And his ball, when he throws it, starts at his leg. I mean, that kind of a wind-up, if a cornerback sees it coming, will be on his wide receiver so fast, he will throw so many or something. He's got to learn how to, or he's got to unlearn something like 15 years of football to start from scratch to be a pro quarterback. You said he's very slow. Slow on his release. Well, okay, on his release. On his release, Because yeah. he actually yeah, no. runs pretty his run, well. His running ability is pretty good. Yeah. That's why everybody okay. wants to change him into a halfback, uh, mm-hmm. a tight end. Slash or something, or something like that. Because he does have running ability, but his delivery starts. Mm-hmm. Most people, their delivery, and for those of you on TV, starts up here. You have the ball by your ear already, mm-hmm. so you just cock and throw. It's a quick motion. It gets out of your hand in less than a second. His honestly starts down by his leg, mm-hmm. and the motion comes in almost a whirlwind where it's coming over the top in a windmill fashion. So it takes a while for that delivery. So cornerback, if you're close to your guy, you know, okay, ball's about to come out. Now I jump the route. So how did it work at Florida so successfully for so many years against well, Southeast Conference defensive backs that are all, or not all, but many of them, Future NFL players. You want me to go down the list of Florida athletes that they've had around them? <laughs> I mean, you've only got every year in the SEC they put out a lot of pros, but you've probably got about you know five pro guys on every team. Mm-hmm. That still leaves a lot of guys where Florida athletes. I mean, you had Percy Harvin on that team. You had a mix of players on that team that, quite frankly, made him look good as well. And he, and he does have the ability to to read a defense. Mm-hmm. The problem is once you get that next level, everybody's stronger, quicker, faster. All right. You know. All right, there it is. Exciting Pro Bowl football this weekend and the Senior Bowl. How about that? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Tim Tebow's name has been mentioned in the paper even more about the controversial ad. We'll uh, delve in yeah. just for a brief time, brief time on that somewhat sensitive subject to guys at a mic, talkzone.com. We'll take a quick break. Double B and the coach with you right up until 11 o'clock CT Central Time.
time to get back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. And we do welcome you back, TalkZone.com. Brian, during the break, we just found out uh, some uh, exciting news that today, and probably today only, we are going to go a second hour here on Two Guys and a Mic. Two hours of Two Guys and a Mic. Congratulations to all those who listen. Yeah, now that's not that's, a regular thing. And now thing. after that it's first not, half hour, they, they might be a little uh, weary. People are probably saying it's right. an hour and a half too much. But uh, we'll do a second hour today. Normally we have the Youth Sports Fan Forum. We're not going to do that just today and today only. So a second hour opportunity for the folks out there to get in. Again, our phone lines are open. Uh, you want to talk to sports, jump off the sports page, 888-463-6748. You can email us at Mike. Two guys at AOL.com. M-I-C in the number two. Mike, two guys at AOL.com. All right, we were talking real quick. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Somewhat sensitive subject, but I okay. love yeah. sensitive subjects. Sure. On the Tim Tebow ad that apparently, with his mom, yes. is going to air on the Super Bowl, unless there's some major protest. I paint the picture real quick, and then I want to read, uh, Brian, for the folks. I think most people are aware of it, but All right. just well, a, brief, a brief outline. The brief outline is, and you obviously know that the Tebow family in general very religious. Yes. Uh, they, they go picture on. Picture here, he's got John and 316 in yeah. the shadow. Yeah. And, and he does that every game. He'll put like a different Bible quote on, mm-hmm. on, his, on his eyes. Underneath in the eye black. I thought it was a reminder he had to go to the bathroom at a certain time, but nice. apparently yeah. not. John, number one. I told 16 you it was minutes. a sensitive subject. But either way, so so they're very religious. I mean, they go on missions every year during the offseason. They do things, and they help, you know, obviously people in needs and situations where they need it. And it all is religious-based. Um, that being said, supposedly there's a commercial out there that they've filmed uh, where the mother describes that she... Because of the illness or because of her pregnancy with Tim, uh, they were actually referred by the doctor that it might be a good idea to have an abortion. And obviously with the religious beliefs, they didn't do so. That led to Tim being born, and he is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. And that's where this commercial is going to go. It's an anti-abortion theme played out in the story of Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. So that's that's basically the... The underline, if you will. And the purchasing of it, uh, I'm going to read from you from uh, the sports media columnist. Okay. In our very local uh, Chicago area, out of the Chicago Sun-Times, the decision of the Fisheye Network, the Fisheye name for CBS, to sell a 30-second spot to focus on the family. That's the name of the organization. FOF. The conservative tax-exempt evangelicals who oppose abortion. Right. Now, this is the writer. I don't know if he's perfectly... um, Describing that their mission, sure, uh, who oppose abortion, militant feminism, and gay rights, among other things. What is militant feminism? It's an interesting one. I'd like to I'd, see some I'd, of that. I'd be curious. I'm kind to of find interested in some militant feminism. <laughs> they walking around in fatigues, I, I, going, "We are women. We are women. <laughs> one, two, one, two. I don't think it's quite as exciting as you possibly. I, are in imagining. my head, it's fantastic. Uh, apparently, it is, <laughs> but not necessarily because of anything. Well, this is wretchedly inappropriate. He says, not necessarily because of anything the Christian group advocates. Yes, this is America. They're entitled to their beliefs, but. But in the middle of a Super Bowl, at a cost of $2.5 million, at any point to the CBS Jim Bones, <laughs> consider the across-the-board implications of their decisions. So, is it Jim Brony? Is it Jim Brony? Jim Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A but, little wrestling uh, So, uh, you know, interesting. Uh, is it appropriate to, not a company, but in this case, it's a commercial. Yeah, but they're paying their money. It, it, that's what I'm saying. I mean, listen, whether you believe in it or not, 
and that's your own personal beliefs. I personally, yeah, whatever. I'm not even get into it. I don't think it's necessary. But uh, whether you believe in it or not, it's commercial. It's no different than to me the Propecia commercial, the Viagra commercial, the mm-hmm. Viva Viagra commercial. Which, by the way, was offensive because I thought it was weird that 40 year old guys were singing about getting erections. Uh, but either way, I mean, it's no different to me that it's a commercial. I mean, if you don't like it, tune it out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 30 seconds. They cost them a fortune. I think they could have probably spent their money better somewhere else, but mm-hmm. good luck to them. Should there be opportunity for the other side to advertise also? There's a commercial. If there's an empty spot and there's a uh, pro that wants to, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't like some political caucus where they have to give mm-hmm. equal opportunity time. Yeah. If they're uh, CBS or Fisheye Network, if you want to call them that, it is a for-profit company. They sell commercial space. That's why they paid so much money for the Super Bowl. You know what? They wanted to pay 2.5. Good mm-hmm. for them. Now, if somebody else wants to pay another 2.5 to counter it, if I were CBS, I'd put them right next to each other mm-hmm. and just say, good luck, guys. Thank you very much for the money. All right. Now, that's easy to say. And for the most part, I agree with you. And again, uh, uh, comments on this particular topic, 888-463-6748. But you can't just make it quite that simple, Brian. Organization has the money. You pay the money. You've got the spot. What if, uh, right. you know, a, 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 a gay haters organization? Wants See, to pay the money and now comes up with some material that's really offensive. So there is some judgment involved, is there not? You just can't yeah. show anything. No, no, I see your point. But this is something where people have the option and it's not really attacking a group. It's a it's a point of view. Yes. And from what I heard, the way the commercial is written, you know, and again, it sounds like I'm defending the anti-abortion people. Oh. And in all honesty, I, I'm actually pro but i always felt the woman had their choice because it's the woman's body that's just my my thinking on it but my thought on this is you know what this is just somebody coming from the point of view of you know i could have done it but i didn't do it i'm very happy that i didn't do it mm-hmm. that's the message for that i'm that i've heard so far mm-hmm. they're coming to get across now i haven't yeah. seen the commercial i could be wrong right. but if you're attacking a group of people because you are anti-gay, uh, anti-Semitic, anti-something. That's a little different story. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. going to come at it, maybe, the, you know, I'm sure CBS had to view every commercial before okaying it. I'm sure they saw it and said, oh, you know, okay, I might not mm-hmm. believe in it, but it's it's a standard, decent commercial, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. right, and Tim Tebow, for the most part, I know people are, uh, I don't know, jealous of him. Some people hate him. You know, the All-American boy had the phenomenal college career, but all that aside, he's a, you know, been a, pretty much of a class act. Yeah, throughout yeah, his college yeah. career, he's had a lot of success, a lot of stardom, but you have to respect the guys. Got his own particular views, and I think he's been a pretty classy, a great advertisement for much that is good about college football. So I don't got a problem with the ad either. And one thing I'm always confused on between the pro-life and the pro-choice yes. is that people are so avid into one area yeah. Yeah. or the other, and I'm always amazed that there's so few people in the in-between. It's like, wow. I mean, I, I happen to be more yeah. pro-choice, but like, I, yeah, I, see, can, I, I can see the other side. And, and As you, you and I, I mean, I think here's, we come from, a, from an angle of, I, it's not my body. I can never really make that decision. Oh, that's well, how I do it. I've not, I can never actually make that decision. Yeah, but, if there, but the counter-argument, there's a living mechanism oh, in your I, body. I, I Suddenly understand it's not that, just but, but it's not body. my body. I will never I be in a situation where it could be my body, so it's hard for me to actually come up with the situation and say, okay. Mm-hmm. I am for one or the other. I, I really am like you. I, I see both sides of the yeah. argument, but if yeah. I were to make one, I'd say, okay, okay I, I guess yeah. I'm pro-choice and, 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 because you know, it's not my body to make it. You don't got to be a rocket scientist, but there are certain times. You know, in the very beginning, you know, zero to two months, I have much less problem with it. But, you know, three months, five months, seven months, people are really 
at that time strong, pro-choice, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. You know, you're not, you're not thinking about it like there's nothing wrong with boy. In, in sensitive arguments like that, like saying, you know, it's a tough call. That's a hard one. No, I understand. Uh, you know, no, I don't no, think I totally enough people take that approach. It's such a sensitive, lightning topic that everybody just boom heads to either end. I'm out there on like my own island, right smack in the well, See, not in the middle, but yeah. No, I look at it a lot like politics. Right. I mean, you know, the part of people that I can't stand the most are the far left or far right. Mm -hmm. They annoy me to the point where I think that they're ruining this country. Mm -hmm. There should be a middle party, that because I think that's where the majority of people actually stand. Where we're not all, you know, so far right or so far left. We realize that there's different levels and shades of gray in the middle. And I think that's what I like to call the reasonable party. Mm -hmm. I believe that there should be a third party because of situations just like that. I think it's the people who are so far on one side or the other that they're really tearing this country mm -hmm. apart. By the way, don't say that never will you know what a woman is going through because I have made this prediction before. Here we go. <laughs> By the way, have we the, talk, other than the tennis, have we talked sports at all? On the previous radio show. You know, David Olson, our producer, I don't know if you've checked the TalkZone.com website, folks yeah. out there, but he will put like a little overall theme to each show. Really? What's today's It's theme? actually very nicely done. I think today might be your toughest job yet. Yeah, good Putting luck. an actual theme to that one. But <laughs> Anything but sports, that's your theme right now. That, that might be <laughs> it. But uh, don't say that you will never know what the feeling is like to have that baby inside you, because I do believe in the not- too distant future. There will be, somehow, some way, male will give birth. A male will give birth. Well, they constantly have these females who change to male bodies who are. I'm not even talking just, about just that. Weird. I'm not talking about that. I don't think some, we're built that way. I understand. There's nothing in me that will allow that to happen. Well, it's not that hard. I have problems. I, think they can, I would have a problem passing a stone, nonetheless, anything that would be multi pounds. My guess is in the early stages of male pregnancy, and I am predicting here, male, <laughs> male pregnancy not too far down the road. In the early stages, it will be, uh, the delivery will not be done via the normal passage. It will be some kind of C section, but there will be males somehow who will either. <laughs> Help me. That's huh? what the sign says. Oh, Help come on. me. It's not that unfathomable. If we can send people to the moon, they're going to find a way to implant the uterus into a male, and a male will be able to experience what it's like getting pregnant with the big belly and everything. Interesting. Cuckoo. <laughs> the baby will be delivered by season. They're all laughing now. They're saying crazy now. Put the show down, and let's come back in 15 years and see who the crazy one is. Yeah, I, I'm looking at the crazy one. I, I think you're completely you, insane. It's not that wild. It's not that normal. We're built, I mean, how many thousands of years of evolution do we have to go through before you realize that, listen, I'm too lazy to do most things in life, nonetheless carry a child. All it takes is a couple people. I'm not saying There isn't a man volunteering yeah, for that kind of Not a oh, chance that's where you're wrong. Babies. That is where you are wrong. Believe me. No. Believe me. There'll be people no. lining up for the fallopian tube transplant. Well, I, I hope you're first. <laughs> that can only help this show. All right. David, are, Dave, we are you, you are lining we? up for the fallopian tube transport? Are we on the air yet, Dave? Yeah, just leave me out of this one, guys. <laughs> By the way, can, I, can we talk about Dave for one second? Oh, more than I said. Last week, I, I had the opportunity to go into his office. I'm sorry? By the way, his lovely office. I'm sorry? Yeah, me too. Uh, so I went. I had the opportunity to go into his office, and he has a couple of pictures of his wife and child. Yeah, I hope that's his wife and child. Uh, I hope so, too. Otherwise, this is a different conversation. But one, let me tell you, child, <laughs> gorgeous, little, beautiful little kid. Got his mom's love. Wife, he outkicked his coverage. 
Hmm? Yeah, he, totally. I'll kick this cover. Absolutely. I mean, he's a good-looking man, but the wife, yeah. very nice. Well, you know, you say you're a radio producer for shows like Two Guys and a Mic, <laughs> you know, right off the bat. Don't let her listen. Right off the bat, you got some street cred with the young you females so? out I'm there. Just I'm friends with Marilyn Olsen, too. He comes over on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, he'll kick this coverage. So anyway, let's All right. go. Uh, we'll, t- we'll take that as a compliment. All right. Uh, 888-463-6748. Again, we're going to do a second hour today. Why? I don't know. But we are going to do a second hour. and we've Because got we the... still haven't talked sports in the first hour, oh, is yeah. I believe well, no, why no, no, we're doing the second yourself. hour. We've covered the Senior Bowl and the Pro Bowl. What else is there? Uh, very quickly. A lot. Very quickly, could we? Uh, it hasn't happened much in recent years. Could we flex our sports muscles here in the city of Chicago, Brian? All of a sudden, all of a sudden, we have an NBA basketball team that is one of the hottest, if not most exciting, in the NBA. We're going to flex our muscles on a team that finally got to 500. Yeah. Really? Yes. That's when you're going to flex your muscles. We haven't flexed for an for a NBA while. team that beat the Oklahoma Thunder. We're like the 88 pound weakling. We haven't had a chance to flex. I'm not saying we're Arno Schwarzenegger yet, but yeah, we can flex a little bit. I think right the now. only thing they've figured out in the last two weeks, three weeks, is Vinny Del Negro, coach of the Bulls. Has Co- coach of the year. <laughs> not even close. I think he's figured out that, you know what? I. I shouldn't be running a system with these guys because none of them really run a system well. Secondly, my systems haven't been working. Hand the ball to my greatest player, which is Derrick Rose. Have these guys try to focus on defense and let everybody get out of the way and Derrick do his thing because he's smart enough when to pass the ball. He's smart enough to take the ball himself. Luol Deng has played better in this stretch. Kirk Heinrich actually looks like he knows what his role is now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there's been a lot more clarity in the last couple of weeks about what these guys are supposed to do. But celebrating a 500 team is uh, kind of you're talking in late January, early February. That I don't know if well, I'm for that you know, yet. We're not going to hold a parade, but that's what sports is, right? Sport you follow your sports teams. Yeah. When you lose, you get down a little bit. When they win, you have some fun. You get excited. So yeah. I'm not going to be embarrassed. It's been better. It's it's been it's been more palatable you, to watch. You mentioned just one win against Oklahoma City. No, this Four is a row, West yeah. Coast trip, which typically. For the Bulls in the last five, six years, really, ever since Michael Jordan retired, it's been death. a disaster. Yeah. But they've won four in a row against four good teams. Houston. Yep. Not the Lakers. Uh, Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. San Antonio and yeah. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City Thunder, very good team. Four consecutive wins. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get excited, at least for the time being, even though it's a 500 record, considering from where we came from. Yeah. I mean, we were looking pretty close to the New Jersey Nets about three weeks I ago. I thought we were a lottery pick for a while there. And now it looks like, obviously, the East is a little bit weak, so it looks like we are a playoff team. So the jersey you bought with the uh, uh, wall on the back, Bulls replica jersey, you might want to get rid of it. Yeah, I might, but you never know. There's still a <laughs> shot at this. <laughs> By w- the way, that kid's phenomenal. Woo! That kid. Wow. Oh, this is another year where freshmen just look like the cream of the crop when it comes yeah. to NCAA well, there's basketball. there's another freshman on Kentucky, too. Everybody's talking about John Wall. Yeah. Let us not forget the kid out of uh, Mobile, Alabama, Mr. DeMarcus Cousins. Yes. And what was Kentucky number one for, like 36 hours in the last? That's about all it lasts. Yeah, it was pretty sad. But yeah. it looked good for a while there. Didn't we just finish a college football I, I, season? I, I like saw all these, all these clips of Ashley Judd. That made me happy. So mm-hmm. we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, in NBA news and notes, and I would argue, uh, and I'm not... A big NBA guy. I root for my Bulls. I don't right. watch a lot of NBA basketball. Come the playoffs, it sparks a little interest. I prefer the high school basketball, the college basketball. But I will tell you right now in the NBA, Brian, I can't remember a time in my life when there has been more exciting, not just good, but fun to watch young players in the NBA. 
and it's spread out a lot. It it is spread out a lot among many teams. Like it's no longer where okay, a couple teams have some great young players, but now you know if you're anywhere, there's there's a player that you could really follow. That that, that, you know, out west you got Odin who can't even get time anymore. You know, but you know you were excited about him. Sacramento, if you haven't seen Tyreek Evans play, the was he like 18 years old? Yeah, 19 out of Memphis. He's unbelievable. Can't get into a bar, but he's playing unbelievable NBA basketball. In the meantime, some older guys going down. Tony Parker injured yesterday. Yep. A little ankle injury. That could have hurt him. He qualifies as old. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> Johnny Flynn at uh, Minnesota, the Timberwolves. And, you know, not a yeah. great point guard yet, but pretty damn good. The team, the Bulls, just played uh, the Golden State Warriors. Yep. Two guys that are worth the price of admission. Monte Ellis. Guy's unbelievable. And the rookie, Stefan Curry, who looks like he should be about a high school sophomore. He's got game. And Andrew Bogut, who I really didn't have any respect for coming out, didn't think he was going to play really well. A lot better than we thought. Starting to play some excellent basketball as well the last couple of months. He's moving up. He was like 17, 18 points again. Now he's scoring like 25, The other night he put up like 30-something. And I I was just shocked to see Andrew Bogut's name Mm -hmm. next to a 30-pointer. Oklahoma City Thunder, we saw them last night. Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, Jeff Green. I mean, these are fun to watch, exciting young players. Memphis Grizzlies, eight wins in a row. Quietly becoming one of the best teams out west. Rudy Gay, Michael Conley, Mark Gasol, Powell's brother. Powell. I mean, uh, oh, and who's the other uh, uh, star from uh, USC? Uh, the guy that got him in suspension trouble. Hmm. Come on, help me out there. I, the, I'm, the, I'm, I'm done. You know, the, the OJ Mayo? Thank you there very you much. At OJ Mayo, I mean, yeah. uh, say what you want about the kid. He's fun to watch. Yeah. So great young stars in the NBA. Now, on the other end of the spectrum. Here we go. The New Jersey Nets. Yikes. They won yesterday, folks. The New New Jersey Nets won. And what they did. Go back to New York. They avoided. (laughs) They avoided, Brian, the worst 44 game start in the history of the NBA. Yes. How sad is that? That's what you're celebrating. Wow. But they're now 4 and 40. And help me if I'm wrong here. Didn't Jay Z buy the team, or is he now part owner of the team? I know he was working on it for a while. And there there was talk about him buying the team and moving it to Brooklyn in New York. I think Biggie Smalls then, was trying to buy Then I believe the team. I heard a Russian guy bought the team or is now in talks of buying the team, a Russian billionaire, millionaire. Boris von Snotnoff, I think. It could be. It could be a... They call a, him Snot. Cut sure. your nose off or whatever his name may be. Like, so I, I think the ownership slash lack of a focus has hurt this team for years. I mean, they keep getting older players and trying to stick them in spots where they can do well. Uh, they haven't been able to draft well. They can't recruit well. And the fact that nobody knows where this team is going or what its ownership group is doing, I think that's mm-hmm. just hurting them from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you know, a couple teams would be the exception, but I would argue in uh, 888-463-6748, if we got any NBA fans out there, we're a little excited here in the city of Chicago now is our Bulls are starting to play not only winning, basketball, but exciting basketball. Tyrus Thomas with some uh, pretty flashy shot blocks yesterday, as he is wont to do. But uh, give us a call. You want to talk some NBA basketball. Now, we are going to take a quick break uh, coming up. Right. But for a rare moment, actually the first time, we are going to go a second hour here. It's going to replace the normal youth sports fan form today and today only. But if you can, stick around. We'll do a second hour. I'm not sure why, but we will. There's plenty to talk about. I got notes. Well, yeah, because we didn't touch on any of these notes. So now we're going to catch notes? them up. I got notes. I got maybe three pages of notes. During the three-minute break, maybe your notes and my notes can... Uh, I don't know if I want mine touching them. your notes. Get off of my notes. <laughs> All right. Do we have to thank David Olson, our producer, now, or can we thank him in two hours? Let's thank him later. Yeah, because Poor too guy much, looks shell-shocked. He'll get a big head. 888 right, We appreciate everybody uh, listening first hour. We'll be back. 
hour number two right now, some of the best advertisements you will hear on Internet Sports Talk. The TalkZone.com and two guys that are Mike will be back with you in about three or four.